You've landed on the Lonely Diplomat podcast and wherever you are in the world from Vedas, Valletta, Vatican City, Victoria, Vienna, Vientiane and Vilnius. Welcome. I'm Phil McAuliffe and I'm the Lonely Diplomat. This is episode 29 of the Lonely Diplomat podcast. And if you have been a regular listener of the Lonely Diplomat podcast, you'll know that this is the first episode after about three months break between episode 28 and episode 29. If, however, you've been binging on my content, you would not have noticed a thing and you've just gone straight from episode 28 to episode 29 and not missed a beat. So, whichever camp you fall into, I want to say hi and a huge welcome. And thank you so much for tuning in uh, to this episode and, and for the choice you made to press play on this episode. And it's exciting. Um, I um, have been reviewing my work here at The Lonely Diplomat over the last few months, made some changes. In regards to the podcast, one of the changes that I've made is actually talking not only into this microphone um, so you can hear my voice, but should you wish to, you can watch me record and have a chat uh, to you over YouTube. So there's going to be a link in the episode description and I'll put this uh, in the social media um the, the, the promotions for social media over the coming week or so. So if you're not only listening to me, but if you're um, if you're watching me, joining me here in this small room, in this house, uh, in this small city, in this small country at the end of the world, uh, being Wellington in New Zealand, I want to say hi and welcome. So what's this all about? Well, this episode is what it's all about. And I have to, before I jump in, I want to acknowledge the help and support of my friend Amel Derigi from Tandem Nomads. Amel uh, has been very supportive, as I know that many of you have found her work, and uh, particularly through her Tandem Nomads podcast, extremely um, helpful and supportive and indeed inspiring. There was something, there was an episode that she um, uh, she dropped a few weeks ago that I listened to, and it helped rekindle the passion that I feel here for uh, for my work at The Lonely Diplomat. And it was a conversation that she had around purpose and being very clear uh, about what my, uh, what our purpose here in doing work in whatever that work is. So whether you are a, um, a coach uh, for expats or whether you're a blogger or you've written a book or you otherwise work to help and support uh, a particular audience or indeed are a diplomat or someone who lives the diplomatic life knowing our purpose and stating it very clearly is so tremendously important. And I realized 
that with that wisdom sort of resonating and echoing around me, I, I, I absorbed it, I felt it, and it, as I said, sort of um, rekindled the spark that I had for my work uh, at The Lonely Diplomat. And I'm not going to lie, the past few weeks, months, indeed probably the last year, have been very, I don't want to say very tough. Don't want to say very tough um, because I'm still here. But they've been, there's been an enormous amount of change, an amount of flux. And if I wanted to be very philosophical about it, an enormous amount of self discovery and journey and all those kind of words that we associate with something on reality TV, perhaps. But I will get into that next uh, next episode, not next month, next episode. Because this episode, I want to restate really clearly um, my purpose for my work here at The Lonely Diplomat. And I want to be very clear. My work, my purpose here at The Lonely Diplomat is to, remains what it always has been, to reconnect diplomats and those who live the diplomatic life to themselves and to the world around them. That's all well and good isn't it? That sounds lovely. And, and it is something that, you know, all 28 previous episodes of this podcast um, have started. And, and, and there indeed was, you know, quite the, 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 the formula, um, the recipe for introducing my podcast, for starting my podcast. And this, um, has been the case ever since I started The Lonely Diplomat to reconnect diplomats and those living the diplomatic life to themselves and to the world around them. And it's really deliberate because such is the nature of our work and such is the way that our work is done, such is the way that our organisational culture um, in, in our workplaces can influence us. We can feel that we uh, can be or could be perceived as being ungrateful or um, a whinger, a complainer, um, if we were to say, you know what, this life is great, this diplomatic life is great, but whatever it is that's troubling us and saying it out loud because we fear the judgment of those who we're trying to impress, trying to win their favor for the next promotion, the next posting opportunity or the next opportunity to showcase our awesomeness. We fear their poor judgment of us and our inability to handle it. My work here at The Lonely Diplomat is simple. It looks to call, frankly, call bullshit on that kind of organizational culture and create a safe space. The entire purpose is to create a safe space 
for diplomats and those to who live the diplomatic life to engage with that which makes um, this diplomatic life both awesome and horrendous, often at the same time, often in tension with one another. So a diplomat and those living the diplomatic life, you know exactly what I mean when I say that we love or that you can love what you do but hate what you do at the same time, sometimes with equal tension. You love what you do for your country, but you hate what it makes you do and how it affects and influences the decisions that you make in life. One thing has been um, has brought, been brought into very stark relief for me over the past 12 months. It's no matter what, no matter what, in a relationship, within a relationship within ourselves, with someone else, or with our communities. Diplomacy, our employer, is a third wheel. It is the omnipresent, um, well, it's omnipresent. It has, uh, it's always there. And if it's not right there, it's never far from our consciousness. Diplomacy and being a diplomat is more than a job. It is life. And my work is all about saying that, just like every other life, the diplomatic life has its highs and lows, and we are happy to engage on the highs. We're happy to share the highs. We're happy to create friendships based on the highlights of diplomacy and the diplomatic life. But when, not if, when the lows of this diplomatic life, um, uh, we experience them, when they come along, we also need in a, uh, in a safe environment, in a context that is ruled by empathy and without judgment, we then need to engage on the lows and acknowledge them and engage with them in a thoughtful, kind and honest way if we are to be what I truly very strongly feel that the global diplomatic community can be, and that is our own best source of support to help each other through the highs and the lows. Who is my audience for this? And I keep saying, you know, diplomats and those who live the diplomatic life. And yep, this is expressly for my audience are diplomats. So those who go to work at a diplomatic mission um, or are um, back at home who work for an employer who sends people overseas uh, to, um, to work in, a diplomatic, in, in their country's diplomatic mission. And those who live the diplomatic life refer to the significant others 
the family members who stay back home, who don't accompany, but still, by extension, live the diplomatic life. And the children of uh, diplomats um, who follow their family as part of the family unit from um, one city to the next and grow up um, in the uh, expat, the diplomatic communities, um, rather than at home. You are my audience. And you, generally speaking, are busy. You are busy, busy, busy people. There's a lot. There's a lot that goes on in your life. Generally, you're intrepid. You're curious. You want. You love that diplomacy gives you the opportunity to discover and experience the world. And that sense of the intrepid continues to fuel you. Uh, um, and 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 provide that kind of zest for life that keeps you living this diplomatic life to um, experience the highs, to chase the highs, perhaps, uh, and endure the lows. So, in terms of that intrepid nature, um, you know, generally, I think you and I have some commonalities that you always want to know where your next holiday is and when it's going to be so you can fuel you could you can scratch that um that curious itch uh, of seeing how the world works and not just seeing and observing but truly experiencing it um and that is fuel for keeping us uh, living this diplomatic life you're also determined. You're also determined to do your best for your country, for yourself. Um, you are uh, absolutely driven to um, serve your country with uh, integrity to the best of your ability. You're also driven to... Um, achieve in your career you're you're driven to the next promotion you're dr- where you can influence your your influence grows and your ability to further serve your country and its strategic interests overseas further not only that you're driven to do um for the next posting or for the opportunity. And that determination, that drive has been a commonality, a common thread all the way through your life. So perhaps even from secondary school where you were driven to get the best marks um, and the best results at at school so you could get into good universities and you did a great degree and you did well in that degree and perhaps you did a postgrad degree and then you applied for your agency um, and became um, uh, went through an ultra competitive um, recruitment round to get into your agency and that determination and drive continues to fuel your wish 
to be more, to do more, to achieve more within the hyper-competitive environment of your organization. That drive and determination is an absolute fundamental characteristic of who you are. And I'm sure, just like me, you can point to that common experience all the way through life so far. But for someone who is determined, someone who is driven, it's not good. It's it's deeply uncomfortable, not good. It's deeply uncomfortable to feel lost. And you're feeling lost. You're feeling disillusioned because after being driven and determined to achieve the next thing, to take the next step, to be more, to do more, you realize that there is more to life than doing more and having a better um, uh, uh, job title than what you have now. You're also lost and that feeling of being lost is horrible. It's so isolating and you because nobody around you uh, exhibits the signs of feeling lost and alone or feeling well feeling nothing a void feeling that behind the job title behind the business card behind the mask of the well-put-together diplomat, the person who is always representing the country, you're feeling lost, alone, feeling a void, a hollow shell. And that's a horrible, horrible feeling. And I understand that because I have experienced it too. And that right there, that feeling of lost, of being lost behind the mask, of engaging with the world through the mask of the well-put-together diplomat who has always got the answers and is always um, ready to deliver high-quality work time and time again, that, that feeling behind there has meant that it takes great courage, and I want to recognize this, very clearly it takes great courage to engage with my work sometimes if not all the time simply the act of pressing play on this podcast simply the act of engaging with my blog simply the act of engaging on social media can take great courage because we fear what other people think But not only that, it takes great courage internally because engaging with my work can mean an uncomfortable uncomfortable truth uh, within ourselves. And acknowledging that and taking that as a first step to working through those horrible feelings, that void, that emptiness within us that we've begun to notice so simply pressing play can be a huge an absolutely enormous courageous step and I want to honor that and I want to thank you for taking that 
for, for taking that step, for pressing play. And I hope you can take just a few moments to honor that courage. But beyond being busy, beyond being intrepid, beyond being determined and driven and feeling lost, you have a yearning. You have a yearning, a deep curiosity to find out more. You have a curiosity to work through those feelings of feeling lost and empty and the void within. You want to fill it with something that is meaningful, not something that's that, that, that is a temporary fix. You, you have a yearning to use this. To, to, to transform this, this void into being fulfilled, both at work and within life. Now, scrap that. Work for a diplomat is life. So, you, want, you have a, a deep yearning, a deep curiosity to turn this empty feeling into something that is meaningful in your life. So, that's who you are. So here at The Lonely Diplomat, me, Phil, being The Lonely Diplomat, I serve you. You who are um, busy and intrepid and uh, curious and feeling lost but are driven and determined, I serve you through a few different ways at thelonelydiplomat.com. And... For me, it all comes down to um, the, 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 the following sentence. <laughs> this, this really brief sentence, I, I, I apologize. I just lost my train of thought there and, and had to refer back to, to my notes. But I am in your corner. In me, creating that safe space for you to engage with both the highs and the lows of your diplomatic life. I have created that safe space when you don't know where else to turn. The space that I've created is perhaps the first step in engaging with coming back to yourself, indeed reconnecting with yourself and the world around you, the people, the things, the concepts that you deem to be important. You have me on your team. You have me in your corner. So I don't care. I don't care about what you do. I don't care about where you do it. I don't, I'm not um, impressed by titles and general awesomeness at work because the thing that I care about most deeply is you, the person doing the job because I know from my own lived experience that until we are fully connected with ourselves or embarking on the journey of discovery of life, which is discovering who we are and being us ourselves in the world, until we start to do that, until we start to live life, our work doesn't improve. And that's the hard thing for you as it was for me. 
So perhaps you're stuck in a you feel stuck in a cycle where you notice those empty thoughts and feelings within yourself. So you double down at work, you double down on um, socializing, you double down on drink, you double down on having um, uh, taking prescription or illicit drugs, uh, eating, um, sex, shopping back when pre-COVID, um, travel, whatever it was that you have been using for years to numb yourself, you realize that it doesn't work. And sooner or later, sooner or later, we all come to the realization that the change that we need, that we crave in our lives starts within. I'm your guy. I've got your back. I'm here in your corner to help you as um, uh, as someone who has and does lead the diplomatic life. And really, I want to be really clear here. At the end of all of that, at the end of all of that, and and you know having and and doing all of this through my blog, which. The purpose of my blog is to challenge you um, and, and provide a workable challenge to help you through a problem that you might be having and to get you thinking um, and, and, and challenge you to do more than, than thinking um, uh, on a topic of my, uh, in my blog. And this podcast, which... Um, uh, let me just stop there because what I want to do is to say... Uh, what I was going to say before I distracted myself with with the list of the things that I do. My service, my service is provided to the person listening, you, be you a diplomat, or someone who lives the diplomatic life as an accompanying significant other or a child of a diplomat. My service is provided to you on the assumption that you and I are very similar people. Because back when I was on a diplomatic posting in Seoul and I realized that I had that void within me that wasn't being filled by anything else, I desperately did not want to feel that void. I desperately wanted it to go away. And when I turned for help, when I looked for help, there was nothing that spoke to me. There was nothing that spoke to my situation. So that right there, my dear listener, my dear viewer on YouTube, that is ex exactly the purpose of what I am doing here at The Lonely Diplomat. It's providing the service that I really needed when I was going through, when I started what I guess we could call my midlife crisis. I really needed someone who could just say me too without having to explain what living this diplomatic life is like and also without having to extrapolate the advice that I was receiving 
into the diplomatic context or the context of my life. That is my purpose. My purpose is to serve you by providing the service that I needed. And I know now that I wasn't alone. Indeed, there's been over 10,000 listens of my podcast. There's been, um, well, 50, over 15, 20,000 uh, hits on my website in the last two and a bit years. I know that my work, my message resonates with, with you. And it's my purpose to support you, serve you, challenge you and inspire you through my blog, through my podcast, through my webinars and through my mentoring services. Those, uh, the, 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 the podcast, this podcast is uh, evolving over uh, coming episodes, well, starting from this episode, from and and so episode thirty onwards, um, will be will answer a question that you have, an issue that you send to me, that you let me know, and I will provide some advice um, over the podcast and and through the magic of YouTube. I'll provide that advice. I will answer one question or address one issue in each episode going forward, raised by you. And it will be like a, um, the intention is that it is like a mentoring session that you can have with me. And those mentoring sessions will be, um, and, and these, these, these podcast episodes will be delivered in kind and honest ways that are completely I've got no time for bullshit anymore. I'm just going to put that out there. I've got no time for diplomatic doublespeak. I've got no time for caching um, what I'm saying in ways that uh, those who are well-versed in the language of diplomacy will understand well, but is ruled by understatement or, um, or, or, or classic double meaning. You get that enough at work. You don't need that from the person who you have in your corner. So I know that I value people who call a spade a shovel, who call me out on my bullshit. And that's what I am going to be doing over the next, um, uh, in the Lonely Diplomat podcast over the coming episodes. Indeed, long into the future is the intention. So I will do all of this by living and uh, according to my values of collaboration, of com being committed, of challenging the status quo, of being connected, because it's all about being connected and caring for myself and for others and for being courageous. And part of being courageous will come up in episode 30 where I 
let you know what's actually been happening uh, in my life over the past year. So that's going to be in, um, uh, in the next episode. And the next episode will um, happen uh, um, very soon. Um, that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Anyway, uh, I, I have the intention of doing it, uh, doing one of these a week. So very quick, very, um, uh, uh, I guess, serious issues delivered lightly, um, delivered with some fun, delivered with, um, uh, well, with, with kindness and honesty. And that's going to start with me, as I said, in episode 30 next week. Um, and, but if you do have a question, um, or an issue that you want me to address in episode 31 or onwards, I have a list already of, of some topics that I know resonate with many people because, uh, you have shared them with me. Um, and I've got some thoughts already on those, but for now, um, that's about all I wanted to say on this episode of the Lonely Diplomat podcast. It's nice to be back. It's nice to feel the spark, and I hope that you can see it if you're watching on YouTube and you can hear it um, uh, on this episode of the podcast. And um, if you like this, um, please feel free to give it a high rating on the service through which you're now listening. It does appease the social media gods. And know um, that a like, a comment, a share does great things, um, again, for appeasing the social media God and letting others know, others just like you and me, those who are living the diplomatic life and diplomats and those who are living the diplomatic life, know that they're not alone. All right. So that's it from me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for watching on YouTube. I deeply appreciate uh, all your support. I appreciate your patience. I'm really excited to um, to, to crack into uh, episodes 30 and beyond and to be that presence in your life. Uh, you're very important, but still life, your diplomatic life as you uh, live it wherever you are in the world. So until next time, be awesomely and humanly you, because the world really does need more you. All sounds used are freeware in the public domain. All views expressed in this episode are my own and do not reflect any official position. I am not a licensed mental health professional. I encourage you to seek the services of a licensed mental health professional if the content of this episode challenged you beyond your current capacity to mentally, emotionally and or physically respond yourself. Thanks for listening.